0: So I wanted to tell you guys about an experience that I had yesterday that I kind of mentioned in the last post. And that was finally my last day of car shopping. So I've been car shopping for, it feels like a couple months now to trade in. I had a 15 year old Subaru legacy that was really starting to, um, get to the end of its life. So I was looking for a traditional car and was having really, really awful luck and had some of the worst interactions with car dealers, like just flat out rude and mean um, in terms of just dealing with these car dealerships. So I had kind of gotten to the end of looking at different cars and came across an electric car, which I had originally completely ruled out because I didn't think that I could manage charging it and... Um, Keeping an eye on the range when you're driving. But I was sort of at the end, um, I was so tired of looking for cars that it actually started to look like a very viable option. And the car dealer right around the corner from where I work had an all electric Nissan Leaf. So I went over and I looked at it, and it had the size and the body style that I needed, which is a hatchback so I can put my massage table and things like that in the back. But Um, I was so drawn to this idea of changing from a gas vehicle to an electric vehicle, but at the same time completely terrified of what kind of planning and logistics would go into being the owner of an electric vehicle, especially being that the LEAF is kind of I'll say not the higher-end electric vehicle. It doesn't have the range like a Tesla you can drive, I think it's 250 miles. Um, The LEAF has a range of more like 85 miles. So um, people who have electric cars talk about this thing called range anxiety, where you get nervous uh, if your battery has enough charge to get you where you need to go, or if you're going to be able to find charging stations where you're at so that you'll get enough charge to get home. So definitely a whole different situation than filling up on gas where gas stations are readily available. So after days and days of endless research and thinking about how I could work this into my lifestyle, I finally made the decision that I was going to kind of take this leap into purchasing an all-electric car. So now I'm sitting in my 2015 Nissan Leaf. And I charged it for the first time last night to a full charge. And that was totally fine. I just plugged it into the wall outlet outside my tiny house and it fully charged. And then today we ran all of our errands. We went to the grocery store. We went to the gym. We went to see my boyfriend's parents. We went to the produce store. Um, All of our errands were done with the electric car for the first time, just kind of getting used to the way that it drives differently but so far a really good experience. I think the main test is going to be when I have to drive it a longer distance and we'll see how that goes. All right, thanks guys. I wanted to talk a little bit more about just the whole decision-making process that led me from um, looking at gas-powered vehicles originally to making the decision to consider an all-electric vehicle rather than even going to a hybrid in between. So part of that, definitely, which I mentioned before, was my awful experience at car dealers. And it just so happened that the dealer that had the used Nissan Leaf was a no-haggle dealership. So they set the price, and that's pretty much the price. And there's no um, arguing about what it's going to be when you pay for it, which was really nice. It took a ton of stress out of it. So I think that made me just feel more comfortable at that particular dealership. Um, But... Leading up to it, when I was first starting to consider the Leaf, um, I, I went online and of course watched all sorts of YouTube videos and went onto message boards and just read as much as I possibly could about what was involved in having this kind of vehicle. And I think it all comes down to your lifestyle and how much you drive and what kind of driving you do. And I kind of looked at my options. So. From where my tiny house is to where I work is about 12 miles. And I prefer not to take the highway just because it's a more pleasant drive. I could get there faster if I wanted to take the highway, but I don't really like it. There's a lot of construction. It's an ugly drive. I don't like to start my morning that way. So I actually take a slightly longer route, which is a prettier, more pleasant drive. But it's 12 miles, and it's um, 12 miles to come back so 24 miles altogether for average driving Uh, most of the time if I have to run errands I'll try to do that on the way home from work again when I was driving my gas vehicle I wanted to save gas so I would try to kind of link things together so that I wasn't driving back and forth too much but 24 miles a day back and forth and then uh, maybe we'll tack on a few extra miles if I run over to the store or something so we'll say 30 on an average day and the charge, if I use the level one charger um, in a regular outlet that any house has, you just plug your car right into that with the charger that comes with the car. Um, it's called the trickle charger. It's very slow <laughs> comparatively to the other ones. But even with that lowest level of charge, I could charge my car overnight to easily replace those 30 miles of use in my regular workday driving. So I figured that that kind of made me feel a little bit more confident in giving this a try. And then the second really important thing was I did a ton of research on the charging stations in the area because sometimes I have to travel for courses for work and sometimes I have to travel to see my family or just, you know, to go somewhere that we want to go. And I want to have that option to make sure that it's going to be A manageable distance for me to drive from my house to Philadelphia or to my parents at the other other side of New Jersey. So I looked at, there's a ton of different apps. Um, The app that I was looking at was called PlugShare, and that app will map out the plugs in the area that are compatible with whatever car you have. So there are different levels and different speeds of chargers. Some are going to take I'll say four to six hours, to charge your battery completely to the 85-mile range. Or there are high-speed chargers, I think they're called CHAdeMO chargers, that if your car is equipped with that, which mine luckily is, it can fully charge your battery in 30 minutes if your battery was dead. Um, and some of those are kind of strategically placed around the area, so I feel like When I get to that point where I'm confident enough to take a longer drive in my car to the point where I wouldn't be able to make it to my destination and back without charging, that I'm going to have enough chargers kind of located around the area that I'll be able to make that happen. Now, the drawback of this being that when you get gas, it's maybe, you know, a five-minute process of just getting your gas, paying for it, and leaving where charging, you have to factor in the additional time into your trip. You have to make sure that if it's maybe you're lucky and you're by the Chedimo charger, which can fully charge in 30 minutes, so maybe you grab lunch and then come back and finish your drive. But if there's only, say, a level 2 charger, or hopefully not a level 1, you really have to plan accordingly time-wise. One of the main reasons that I was pushed toward, or maybe pulled toward, (laughs) switching to an all-electric vehicle, um, of course, is my concern for the environment. I live in a very small house because I want to use fewer utilities, and the idea of driving an electric vehicle, although um, slightly less convenient and taking a little bit more planning and thinking ahead, really has some benefits um, environmentally and economically. It's much cheaper to charge your car to drive than it is to buy the equivalent gallon of gas that you would need to get to a certain destination. The cost of electricity is lower here. So I know that right now electricity is not the cleanest source of energy. So it's definitely a trade-off in terms of environmental cost to benefit. Um, The car has a lithium-ion battery in it, not super environmentally friendly, um, But I feel like more and more our electricity is moving toward solar and wind. I know just in my area, we have a huge solar or um, wind farm right outside of Atlantic City, these giant windmills. And every day I see more and more solar panels being put up, especially in larger industrial areas, buildings using solar to try to meet part of, or if not all of, their electrical needs. So I feel like buying the car right now is a big part of supporting the move toward electric vehicles, hopefully supporting the move toward electricity coming from a more sustainable source, and just overall trying to help build the infrastructure of having more charging stations at more locations so in the future other people feel more comfortable just getting an electric vehicle and feeling like it's doable. And part of that, I know with the tiny house I've had, So many people ask me about what it's like and how I manage, and then they start to think, well, maybe I could live in a smaller space or maybe I could declutter and donate things and um, maybe I could buy less. So I feel like by having the electric car, even though I was quite fearful and almost feeling like I was making a terrible mistake, um, the other part of me was thinking, you know, if anybody could drive an electric car, it probably should be me. And at the same time, just like living in the tiny house, I'm making other people think about their choices. I feel like driving the electric vehicle and having people see that out on the street is going to make them maybe consider it where it wasn't necessarily a consideration before. So that's always important to me is making other people feel like they can do it, too, if I can do it. Um, But now I'll talk about one of my really major concerns about getting this electric vehicle. And this is something that I'm not going to (laughs) know whether I made a good or a bad decision for probably a while or hopefully a while. Um, And that's regarding maintenance. So the (laughs) huge selling point about having an electric vehicle is they are very low maintenance besides having to plug it in. You don't have to change oil. um, You don't have to worry about a lot of things related to an engine like you would have in a gas vehicle where you would have to take it to the mechanic really regularly. For the most part, an all-electric vehicle has fewer moving parts, which means fewer things that can break on a regular basis and need to be fixed. So I love that because I hate having to put my car in for maintenance. Um, The drawback of that is that this car is really a lot more technical and has more technology in it than your average car. There's a lot of computerized systems that have to manage the battery, um, and the battery itself is very expensive. So down the road, when the car has more mileage on it and it's been used more, if I do end up needing maintenance on something, I can't take it to our mechanic, who we love for working on regular vehicles. Um, I would have to take it back to the Nissan dealer And if it was something really specific with the battery, um, I know that would be quite costly to replace. So factoring in the low cost of ownership overall, the savings in not having to buy gas and all of those sort of things um, versus having to pay a little bit more maybe down the road later because I have to take it to the dealer, which I really try not to do normally in terms of maintenance. And I feel like it's going to be more of a challenge to get service done on this vehicle than it is a regular gas vehicle. So definitely something to keep in mind. The last thing that I want to talk about today in regards to my electric car um, is just kind of angling over toward yoga philosophy. And in yoga, we talk a lot about energy and our our personal energy and how we feel, but Another form of energy is our money, our financial situation. That is a form of energy. The energy you put out to earn that money and then where you decide to put that money um, is really showing what you wanna support and what you wanna encourage. So I really encourage other people to think about that kind of financial awareness of where am I shopping, what am I buying, and what am I supporting in that process of putting my money toward this or that. So that was definitely something that came into my mind when I was weighing the options of buying a traditional gas vehicle or switching over to an electric vehicle. Even though I was quite scared about making this really big step toward an electric vehicle, I wanted to take this large amount of money that I had spent a very long time working hard for and saving because I knew I had to buy a car Um, taking that money that I had worked so hard for and putting it towards something that I really believed in, something that I wanted to support, and something that I felt better about. Even though we're not at 100% perfect clean energy in terms of using electricity, I felt like it was at least a step forward instead of having to put gas into my car and use oil and things like that. So I wanted to take all of that energy that I had worked and saved for and put it towards something that I could feel good about that was moving my life and kind of society as a whole in the direction that I feel like we need to go into. So that was really important for me, just making sure that that energy went in the right direction.